get, I wanna get, I wanna get married. Hey lovebirds, happy wedding Wednesday, and welcome to episode 58 of Your I Do Crew, a wedding planning podcast. Each week, co-hosts Atan and Lindsay bring over 30 years of industry experience to the table with insight and interviews from local and national wedding pros to give you the best tips, tricks, and hacks that will take the stress out of your wedding planning process and help elevate your special day. So grab something old and something new. It's time to listen to your Your I Do Crew. This week, Lindsay and I sat down with a local personal trainer named Emily Wilson. Emily is an amazing person and a gifted trainer, and she doesn't focus just on the physicality of her clients, but she works with people to improve their entire well-being. We were particularly excited about sitting down and talking to her because she likes to work with couples to help them improve their well-being together as a team. She caught our attention by writing a great article for Lindsay's website entitled Healthily Ever After. She's got a lot of great things to say, so let's get right to the interview. So, we'll start the podcast officially now. Oh, okay. (laughs) Hi. Easy and, and having fun. So, would you like to introduce yourself? Um, do you want me to talk about my business? I don't know. What do you want to talk about? What do you guys want me to even say? I don't know. I think you should talk about your business. (laughs) Uh, we don't have to. Well, I guess I'll just talk about what I'm doing currently, I guess. Well, I am Emily Wilson, and I have been in the health, fitness, whatever industry for a little over a decade now. And, you know, I got into it with my own journey, and I currently do both aspects of it where I instruct people on the personal training, physical side of things. And then I really, really in the last couple of years gotten into uh, more nutrition, actual mindset, lifestyle, like, yeah, I can put the per- perfect plan in front of you, but if you're not gonna do it, what good is it? So kind of like that missing piece of the puzzle so that people quit having to start on Mondays. Like how many Mondays <laughs> have we all started on, right? Like, yeah. yep starting Monday, like 58 times a year, right? So (laughs) really finding the missing puzzle piece, the link between people having a goal in mind, how do they reach it? How do they get there? How do they get to keep it for the rest of their life? So Mm -hmm. that's really the stuff that I strive to to do every day. Yeah. That made any sense. (laughs) Yeah. So, so how did you guys get connected? So I know that you, so you're doing nutrition, health, wellness, uh, and all that. So how did you and Lindsay get to, get to meet? Well, we were both part of a networking group together, so mm-hmm. it was just fate, really. Yeah. Like, we, <laughs> yeah. we, I don't even really know. We just did a one-to-one, and mm-hmm. like that went well. It's just these one-on-one conferences you do for it, and I don't know. We just kept talking outside of that. Yeah. I feel like we're telling our love story right now, yeah. and like it's just that's history from bad. there, you know, like <laughs> haven't been separated since. So. <laughs> no, it's a good story. I like that. It's a good story. I'm always cool. Well, because we love having local folks on the podcast, interviewing them finding out more about them, you know, how they can relate to, you know, the wedding industry or couples or or things like that. I know that a lot of couples like to get in shape for their weddings, Mm -hmm. but, you know, obviously you deal with a lot more than just that. It's a lot more, like you said, more lifetime type uh, changes. Right. So how do do you do things like that? How do you make sure that something's not just like a, uh, I don't know, like a fad diet or a fad workout? Yeah. So, you know, I actually... Lindsay was nice enough to let me write a blog post for her um, her blog, and it was specifically on couples getting healthy together, or we mm-hmm. called it healthily ever after. 
and oh, I love, did you copyright that? <laughs> no, but maybe you, I should. You should. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> um, and in it, I just discussed some key points of why couples, you know, should want to be like, what are the benefits of living a healthy lifestyle together doing that? But really the main most important point was the last one I made, which was, okay, but let's talk about you're into it, but your partner's not. Mm. What do you do in that scenario, right? Yeah. Because not everybody is, right? Right. Um, and it's my main driving force for kind of the question that you asked me for everyone. How do I stick with this? How do I do it? You have to 100% make your journey about you. Mm. It can't be about anybody else. It, like, I want to lose the weight so people think I look better. Or, you know, I want to get healthy so that my partner stops complaining at me. Or, because, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> my husband would be there by now, by the way. Um, <laughs> but the, main, the last point on that blog post was if it's important to you, and you know you always make sure you're 100 percent. your relationship is going to benefit from that whether or not they're on board with you mm. like you're just two people coming together creating a lifetime together but it's not because you're completing each other you're creating something completely new and that takes mm. two holes not two half people coming to create a whole mm. so it's the basis outside relationships in it like do this for you make it about you and you never know who you're going to inspire along the way like you, maybe they're not on board right now but who mm -hmm. says five years from now they're like like i see how much energy you have all the time and i wasn't before and now i want your help or you just you never know and that's mm -hmm. it's not a, the more you pressure them the less they're going to want to do it so yeah. mm -hmm. just make it 100 percent about you and that goes for your spouse your friends your family everyone around you so that's really the key point there mm -hmm. cool and that's almost counterintuitive because with um with planning for weddings and being in a couple so many people tend to lose themselves in a relationship and that's not as healthy you know i mean I, none of us i don't think are psychologists but right. you know that's the the whole codependency thing is not usually a great thing because you're basing your self-worth off of somebody else's perception mm -hmm. and you can't control somebody else's perception so you have to be there for you and that's Absolutely. do you find that to be challenging to to is that is that i guess your biggest hurdle so it's kind of disappointing, but you know, like I said, I've been doing this for a long time. I've worked majorly with women mm -hmm. and I can't tell you how many women who've quit, given up, not wanting to do it because their partner was not on board. Mm -hmm. yeah. I had one lady once, and I'm sorry if this is TMI for this, but she wanted <laughs> to work with me. She's like, my husband doesn't want my boobs to get smaller, so mm. I, I'm not going to do it. And to this day, you know, this was years ago, she's put on more and more weight. Like we care more about, and that's obviously a different relationship aspect, but just showing the power of who you're with. And I don't just think health-wise, I think relationship-wise, your entire life, like you cannot design it based on somebody else's blueprint of who you should be, could be. And that's why I think it's amazing if somebody isn't on board with it, if you do it anyways, mm -hmm. like that gives you more credibility. You're not the doormat and you got a lifetime together you mm -hmm. know there's going to be those push and pull moments and there there's going to be times when we get selfish and we we can't always be 50 50 like we all know relationships aren't 50 50 yeah. it's a continually back and forth thing however if you 100 percent know your own worth your own self your opinion matters just as much as their does what you want matters just as much as what they want you know when you can get that perspective and see your own worth again like it's better for both of you in the long run and for your marriage. Yeah. That's awesome. So, so you say so you primarily work with women. Mm -hmm. uh, so, um, have you, have you worked with couples together? 
I have. I've trained. Uh, I, I'm actually working with one right now. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I worked at a, a doctor supervised nutrition place before and they came there and they're, they're currently um, at the gym I work at. I'm like, gosh, you guys are so familiar because we worked briefly there. Mm-hmm. And they come every single day to this place and they've been coming for 30 days. And 30 days ago, you know, they're lugging themselves through the door, whatever, complain mm-hmm. the entire time, plus their souls. Um, and now they show up every day and they're just hopping around and they're high-fiving. And even like, <laughs> they're, they're going on vacation this weekend. They're like, we haven't done that in so long. Like, people don't realize it's not about getting abs and like booty shorts. Like, I'm all about it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but... <laughs> I'm all about the abs and booty shorts, right? Um, You want the booty shorts too, don't lie. Okay, okay, fair enough. If I could pull them off, yes. Yeah. Let's be real. Um, But uh, another thing in the post I wrote was the feeling of camaraderie you get with your partner again, right? When we're planning Mm -hmm. a wedding, yeah, it's stressful. But we also have an end goal together. When we're Mm -hmm. buying a house, cool. When we're having kids, cool. It's all stressful, but it's an end goal. We're a partnership. Cool, now we're set in our ways. Mm -hmm. What do we have in common? What do we have to talk about besides complaining about work or talking about the kids? Like, what else there is to even discuss anyways? (laughs) I mean, talking about how much we love the kids all the time, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. Three parents right here. Yeah, right, right. We're going to keep it 100% around here. Yeah, we Um, (laughs) know. So, and then there's the idea of that really friendly competition, mm-hmm. which we had a 30-day challenge at the gym. So these two were like, you know, oh, who's going to lose the most body fat percentage? And then, you know, when one of them beat them, they were like, I'm so proud of you. Like, it wasn't like a salty ending yeah. um, or anything like that. But it's, you're being each other's cheerleaders, but mm-hmm. you're also being each other's accountability partners, which mm-hmm. is like built in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, you don't get that anywhere else. And they know you better than anybody else. And they got eyes on you all day, so they know what's going on. They do. They're like, are you sure you want to do that? Yeah. Um, why is the cookie jar empty, babe? Just uh, filled it up, all right? Okay, so. you know what? We, we, it was just Halloween, so I'm a little triggered right yeah. now. Yeah. There's definitely a... Uh, Did um, you get your hand slapped oh, out yeah. of the cookie jar? No, there, but there, there may have been a comment about like, wow, that uh, that um, candy bowl is looking a little light today. Ah, that was for children, honey. <laughs> no, no. So we had this giant, giant candy bowl, and no kids came to our street. Like, oh, we no. Literally, like we left, we took Brady trick or treating. We, had like four. we put, uh, yeah, because we put it on our front porch and a sign that said, you know, um, make sure you leave some for everyone else. Mm-hmm. And we came back and like literally, I think one piece of candy was taken because oh. nobody else on our street had. You were broken hearted, weren't yeah. you? Like, I now was, we have to keep it all. Gotta eat it. Well, that's the thing. I was like, oh no, that's gonna be in the house. So we don't buy sweets. They're not in the house. I'm like, if it's there, like, oh, you know, it's like one. You gotta eat it, man. Yeah, it's one o'clock. Like, what else am I supposed to do with this? Like, right. There's. People starving out there. Like, we can't let this go to waste. <laughs> I know. So I rude. texted you that one day. I was like, I'm eating four Kit Kats right now. Like, it's <laughs> like, whoops. Like, like a packet of four or like? Like the individual four. But, okay. So it right. technically it's not eight, like I guess. Four, well, we're not doing eight. math in We're not going to do We're math. not doing math. We're I ate four candy math. bars in a row. Like, I we put know her four to candy bars equals uh, happiness. That's the only math we need to do here. No shames and no shames. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> No, I think one of the things you said was great, the accountability partner, uh, because that's, you know, in a, in a personal wellness journey, I think that's so important. It's it's so hard to do something on your own. And it kind of can be confusing with what you said earlier that you can't base your, um, your self-worth off of what someone else thinks of you, but it is important to have a teammate, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, you know, whether that's, you know, your trainer like you or, you know, your partner, it's, it, would you say that's one of the biggest... Um, success 
markers? Um, with accountability, I think there's different things that like play into it because being accountable isn't you have this going on, so I'm watching you and making sure you don't mess up. Right. And then being there to shame somebody and tell them they screwed up. Mm-hmm. Accountability is I'm here for you no matter what you do. I don't care if you binge on that pizza or whatever. My accountability to you is to tell you you're not a bad person because you binged on some pizza. And my accountability is you did that because you had a horrible day Mm -hmm. and I wasn't here to talk to you about it. So Mm -hmm. you turn to, do you know what I'm saying? I know it's a very broad subject to it, but being accountable to is having somebody you know cares about you getting a result. And I think that's one of the biggest pieces. It's one of the biggest pieces when you're trying to change your life is like, you don't want to feel like you're the only one who cares about it. You know, mm-hmm. not needing somebody else's approval, but human nature, we come together in packs. We're social creatures. Yeah. like, And we're that way so we can keep progressing. Like, it's really amazing. These mm-hmm. sim- simple things we don't think about because we're all modern human beings. But at the core of us, we're still just, we're so simple. We're simple animals and we have simple needs and we're living that way just in a different fashion these days. So mm-hmm. um, knowing that, it matters that you're trying so hard. So I know that, you know, you don't want to go to work every single day, give 1000% and work there for 10 years and never once be told you didn't do a good job, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not because you don't care about your job. It's not because you're attention hungry. It's just how we are and that's mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. So um, that's why when people want to tough it up these days, like independence is so like revered these days. Oh, I'm a strong, independent, blah, blah, blah. There's no... <laughs> I'm a strong, independent woman. Like, Mm -hmm. there's zero strength in that. You know how easy it is to be closed off and do everything on your own? I don't think there's anything more terrifying than being seen for who you really are and allowing somebody else to see you 100% authentic and to say, I need you. And to say, I want you and you make my life better and you make it easier and I don't know what I would even ever do without you around. And, um... We don't realize how much of that our personal relationships will play into how we even take care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that's the issue though, is we, we try to fix the symptom, which the symptom is weight gain, low energy, not being motivated. That's the symptom of everything, but it's not the root cause of it. Mm-hmm. So um, having somebody by your side that you can be like, this is really what's going on, I think is super beneficial from square one of trying to, to change your life. Cause it's hard, it's yeah. hard to change. It is. Mm-hmm. And you talked about, you know, um, I think v- vulnerability is kind of what you were getting at. Being vulnerable to other person is, is incredibly powerful and it takes so much strength to be vulnerable. And we do, we mischaracterize independence. And I think, you know, especially in America 2018, the concept of being a self-made person is, is hammered into us culturally. Mm-hmm. And there is so much, um, crap about that that like you know yeah, yeah. that really Seriously. is you know with none of us was it none of us are as strong as all of us is something that i love saying you know a community uh is so important uh whether it's a, a business community a um uh, a physical community like a neighborhood a family you know a partner yeah know, so much a spouse there's so much that they bring and they help us to be our best selves and if you're doing it on your own you can get off track so easily because you don't have anybody helping you check check out. Yeah, here's the biggest thing I see that holds people back who have families who are married, it's guilt. I feel guilty about spending a single dime on myself. 
Mm -hmm. I feel guilty about spending a single minute on myself. There's so much to do. I have to work. I have the kids. I have the mortgage. I like we have to pay for this, that, and the other thing. I don't want to spend it on this salad. That's three dollars more than this, uh, and it doesn't have to be salad. But you guys know what I'm saying, like we don't think we're worth our own money that we make. Like yeah. we we will take care of everyone in this world before we will take care of ourselves. That's mm-hmm. true. What we don't realize is that when we do put ourselves first, everybody benefits around you. You aren't taking anything away from them. Tell me who you are when you are overweight, you don't feel confident in who you are, you're sick, you're exhausted, you're running to the ground because being busy is revered too, right? If you're right. not busy, yeah. whatever. Tell me who you show up as to your family. Mm-hmm. Are you happy-go-lucky? No, you're snapping at your kids. You can't wait till they go to bed. You're snapping at your spouse. You don't want to be intimate. You don't want them to see you. Mm-hmm. So tell me who you are when three to four days a week, you take a half hour to get some energy flowing. And then you eat decent most of the time. And then mm-hmm. you have your dinners out together. You make time for each other. Yeah. Tell me who you show up to your family as that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and we think we don't have money to like everyone thinks being healthy is expensive. Like I started when I was a 19 year old single mom working two jobs like it's so much cheaper. But that's just the story that people are telling themselves. Mm-hmm. Why is it cheaper to get in your car and drive to the drive through and order food and then you drive home? Like because all we're thinking is monetary there. right? Yeah. What about your time you just wasted? What about your gas you just spent? Like, what about your health? Those are just things like we think so black and white about, we just look at numbers. And it's like, what about your life though? Like, Mm -hmm. nobody nobody talks about it. I know it's not like the sexy thing to talk about or think about, but like, look at your parents. Did they live a healthy life? Yes or no? If so, where are they at now? Mm-hmm. That's gonna be you one day. You think it's hard now? Try 30 years from now yeah. trying to change your life. Good luck with that. So yeah. it's it's just the important things to keep in mind. Yeah, well, I think that's a really good point. That, uh, and that's something that I that I ran into, you know, the, the I wanna say the, the older you get, the more brittle the machinery. Yeah. <laughs> it's like taking care of yourself and, and yeah. things like that. My wife and I, like, I was, uh, about 100 pounds heavier than I am right now oh, uh, wow. uh, through my whole 20s. Uh, I didn't start getting in shape until my early 30s. And, you know, in my 20s, I would have like a, a spurt where I'd work out or do something and I'd have really quick gains and it'd be really great. And in my 30s, it's like, oh, no, this is a marathon, not a sprint. That's a, hmm. Yeah. I can only imagine the, the further down you get that. You know, it's never too late, but it doesn't get any easier the older you get. Yeah, and that's the benefit I've had. I've worked with people of every age group. I've worked with a 15-year-old girl all the way up to a 76-year-old woman and man. Like, I, I've seen people start, and no matter what age you are, you never regret starting, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I've, I've seen, I, aging, aging is totally a choice. Like, how you age in life. I think we just think in our heads, oh, you get old and brittle and whatever. Like, then tell me why there's an 80-year-old bodybuilder woman who didn't get into it till she was 74 years old. Like, mm-hmm. it is totally a choice. You don't have to buy that I'm getting old and slower. And I think that's why people feed into feeling like garbage today. Like, everyone thinks being tired all the time, stressed out all the time is normal. That's our new normal. Mm-hmm. We are not meant to feel that way or right. live that way. Yeah. And there's a, we just thought there was a... Wow, man, the oldest person who ever completed a full marathon was like 100 and some years old. 
like bonkers. So yeah, you can, you yeah. can keep going, you can do it. So, so, you know, this is a wedding podcast. We want to kind of tie it back into weddings. Absolutely. So, so you do work with couples. Do you do more work with couples who are, who are getting in shape, you know, for their wedding, so to speak, or do you do more that are newlyweds? Can I tell you something that might be really like interesting to people? Oh, is it controversial? Like it might be. Ooh, some yes. of your listeners might be like, "No, you're wrong," but then some might be like, "Yeah, you're absolutely right." All right. There is nobody less interested in getting in shape than somebody who's planning a wedding. Mm. Like everyone thinks that this mm-hmm. is this big target market to hit up. No, you're an extra expense. They have to pay for flowers. They're not paying for a personal trainer, okay? <laughs> okay. You got to feed your guests. Like, and everybody's like, yeah, I want to look amazing. I want to look amazing. And like in their head, they want to lose the weight. Like they want to look their best. They want all that stuff. But when it comes to actually implementing it and acting on it, they have zero desire. Yeah. They're too stressed out. There's too many more important things. And not to mention the fact, guys, like you're getting married I already got you. Like, it's not the same, like, you know, maybe right. you've gone through a breakup and you're like, oh, time to get my act together. Now i got to remarket myself out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. usually you're very comfortable in your relationship mm-hmm. and you've already have your set lifestyle patterns. Yeah. So to throw on top of the stress of planning a wedding, it's a really fun and exciting amazing time but you also have a million more voices in your ear too you got Mm -hmm. the mother-in-laws and the mothers and the dads and the cousins and the sisters and the bridesmaids and this is going on and that's going on and this unexpected thing happened like it's just it's honestly not a good time Mm -hmm. to use that as motivation because here's what i've seen a lot too is the crash dieting and the extremes and the Mm -hmm. restrictions and and then we want to look back on our wedding photos and then compare ourselves to that person who did those things. Like, yeah. Yeah. we're like, man, I just want to look like I did on my wedding day. We're ignoring the fact that I did a 38-day liquid diet, like, oh <laughs> just to God. fit into that dress. Um, like, one of my really good friends from childhood, she got married a couple weeks ago, and she got her wedding dress in a size smaller to motivate her. I hate it when people tell me that. Because I'm like, don't do that to yourself. It's awful. So what did she do? You know, she... She got it like way smaller. She yeah. had to lose 30 pounds to yep. fit into this thing. Oh my so gosh. what did she do? The most extreme of extremes mm-hmm. of extremes. And then she makes a post on Facebook like fit into my wedding dress and everybody's like great job. So now we're getting validation. Right. So yeah. now in her head, I know this works and I know I'll get praise. Mm-hmm. And like I know it's kind of deep thinking, but that's a pattern you just set in your head with how you take care of yourself. Yeah. It's yeah. not maintainable. I'm all about changing your mindset about how you take care of yourself. Like, I think you should think more about that when you're planning a wedding, your stress management. I think you should work out because, you know, maybe you don't know how you're going to pay for your cake quite yet. Or maybe there's an argument over your dress that you're wearing. Like, I think it's a great stress reliever to get moving as opposed to sitting around and texting. That's not exercise, you know, angrily texting, like, (laughs) your, your, you know, bridal party. Like, you guys didn't plan that just right. Like, you know, that's not working out. I'm sorry. But, um... And setting yourself up, like, how do I want to live through? I want to be with you forever, babe. Like, let's take care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like, who cares if we haven't up to this point? Who who cares about that? But Mm -hmm. like, cool, this is a new chapter we're starting. So like, let's let's start it together. Let's be together as long as we can. Like, I think that's Mm -hmm. a positive mindset Mm -hmm. and and gives you positive motivation, not negative motivation, which never lasts. Yeah, yeah. And, And getting this idea that. You'll be more beautiful, therefore more worthwhile of a bride if you look better on your wedding day. How you look on your wedding day doesn't depict the rest of your marriage or how good of a wedding you had. Mm -hmm. What's it really about? 
you guys love each other. Like you're committing your lives to somebody else. Does it matter if your curl came undone or something? Like, you know, who knows? Oh, yeah. Or you got a yeah. little back fat? Like, I got that <laughs> in my wedding pictures. All right, guys? Like yeah. hanging right off the side there. Hi, back fat buddy. There you are. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, does it change how I felt about my day? Not, I had an amazing wedding. Mm-hmm. Like, we, like, it doesn't make or break the day, I guess I should say. Yeah. So sorry if that wasn't really honestly the answer no, that, that you good. were expecting, that's but like, that's, 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 that's more the important. truth. Yeah, it's not, it's not about the short term, it's not about the short term outward, it's the long term inward feeling yeah. that you need to go for. And I've seen those, the, the crash diets too, and for a, for a short term, meaningless, you know, appearance goal, you could do, you could harm yourself for the rest of your life, and that is so terrifying to Mm -hmm. me you know yeah what i talk a lot with people about because again i'm all about you know getting the pounds off looking good cool here's the thing though people think they do that by exercising and working out here's the issue if you have excessive weight on you and you're overweight and you're unhealthy and you're not taking care of yourself it's not about food and working out Mm -hmm. like what like you have this other sphere of life where you hate your job you know maybe your marriage isn't going so great maybe it's not everything you thought it would be or Maybe the kids are stressing you out. Like, you know, like, <laughs> maybe you're in the thick of life right now. Wait, wait, maybe kids yeah. are stressing you out? If your kids aren't stressing you out, like, we need to get your head checked, though. <laughs> <laughs> or you need to give me some of whatever you're taking, because I'll take some <laughs> yeah. of it. But um, the issue is people make, they make their journey about how they look. And guess what? When life's happening, you don't give a good crap about what you look like. <laughs> you don't care. Just you avoided that explicit tag. Yeah, yeah. Keeping it, keep it a PG here, but like you, you don't care about the bikini or you're like, oh, there's just this dress I want to feel confident in. Guess what? When bank accounts negative $800 because husband bought a new video game. I don't know how much they're going for these days, but <laughs> like, or whatever the case may be, the chimney fell off your house. Like mm-hmm. life happens. You don't care about what you look like and your body. Here's what's so interesting to me. This is what I think about the fact that as we age, our body diminishes, but our mind gets bigger, better, stronger, more wise. Mm-hmm. Why? Because what we look like just doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But that's what everybody makes their goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're significantly overweight, it's for a reason. So if you just, instead of trying to fix the weight, which is the symptom, fix the reason of the weight, mm-hmm. you don't have to do the, the cycle. You don't yeah. have to start every Monday. Say so for a... For a personal trainer, that is like the most woke thing I've ever heard. It's like, <laughs> super. I mean, that's super cool to to think about that. That the you know the the physical appearance isn't the the end all beat all. That's the you know that's that's a symptom. That's uh, that's that's really an awesome perspective to take. Here's what I know: if you fix the reason why you were overweight in the first place, and by fix I mean investigate, mm-hmm. heal it, appreciate it, you'll get your physical result. Yeah. The physical result will happen when you stop obsessing about every single calorie that passes your lips and whether or not you had to miss a Monday or when you like yourself, when you love yourself, you think you're worthy, you'll lose weight. Because what are you really doing when you start eating better and exercising? You take care of yourself. Right. That's what you're doing. Self-care. 
So speaking of calories, I feel like uh, donuts need to be brought into this discussion. We do need to discuss the donuts. Yeah, I have a problem with <laughs> them. Emily has a little bit of a problem with donuts. Like, it's amazing. is this really just an intervention you set me no, up with? Is no, it, is he like a counselor? <laughs> is my family in the other room? Yes. <laughs> With their own little notes they wrote to me about how I'm destroying everyone's lives. Yeah. We need to talk about the donuts. We do. We need to. Yeah. It's so funny because my my brand, yeah. <laughs> my my stigma is I have donuts and like everything and I eat them like crazy. Like it's not just, oh, I'm a fitness person. Look at all these donuts. Like, no, guys. Like every single day I have something sweet. I'm a sweet mm. tooth person. I had two slices of key lime pie yesterday for no reason. Had a little heartburn at the end of the day. But other than that, I was doing pretty good. <laughs> Here's the difference though, because I actually used to have an eating disorder. I used to be in that world. I feel zero guilt. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's not it's not a big deal. Food's yeah. not evil. We label it good and bad and um don't you know, donuts is my thing. Everybody has a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, what's your go to? And why do we have a go to? Your brain's looking for some happy. Yeah. I know for a fact when I eat a donut. I don't care what's going on in my life. <laughs> House is on fire, like, got, you know, everything just crashed, whatever. We get a break with food. There's a lot of emotion with food. People, like, we have a relationship with food. Mm-hmm. And we don't realize how much thought, time, effort, energy we put into this relationship with food. It affects us every day. Mm-hmm. You pack your lunch for work. Everybody's like, oh, but we're going out together. You're like, well, I don't want to be the weirdo sitting here eating my lunch at work. Mm-hmm. I want to go out and have fun. Like, it's part of our culture, right? Yeah. But it's also, it's almost weird how, and I talk about this a lot, how when you try to get your act together a little bit more than usual, you'll get a lot more negative pushback for that than if you eat the plate of nachos with everybody. Yep. So it it, it gets hard in your social circumstances for for the that to be going on. But my solution to that is you don't have to lose that circle of friends. You just, it's like anything else in life where you surround yourself with like-minded people. Mm-hmm. So you can cultivate this in your own house with trying to get healthy together, but allowing it to be your own visions. So you can't be like Monday, let's start this meal plan together. Like if they don't want to follow that one, but just be like, have like one thing you want to do together. Like, mm-hmm. oh, well, let's say we're going to be active for 30 minutes, three times this week. And if they don't want to work out the way you do, don't, you don't have to do it together, but you can just... You can do it in your own way with the same goal in mind without forcing it on each other. Mm-hmm. If it's, that makes But you're cultivating that culture in your home then. Yeah. As a person who's been married for 10 years, we have code words for things. Is be active a code word for a couple? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you better be you better be doing that, but that's that's something that falls to the side a lot. You know, yeah. it really is and mm-hmm. a big reason is because people like that affects your libido like crazy when yeah. you're in super unhealthy and you never do anything and mm-hmm. and then feelings can get hurt yeah. a- and it's really not something personal it's really just how that person feels and mm-hmm. and where they're at right that's a huge dynamic in your relationship as much as anybody would want to deny it no and, and it does and, and like you say it's important not to take it personal because it's not it's not an attack on the other person Mm-mm. it's not a judgment on the other person Mm-mm. but if you're like you said if you're not getting sleep if you're stressed out if you're stress eating if you're not getting your activity the last thing you're going to want to do is you know exert yourself so uh tips for like couples to make it something fun is to get something like a really friendly co- competition going in the house and you know it's not like there could be a winner or a loser depending on you guys, but something you guys both enjoy doing. Again, just 
to, to keep things interesting. And then say you meal prep together, that's bonding time that you have. You can turn on some music in the kitchen, you know, maybe pour a glass of wine or whatever you wanna do and plan out your meals together for the week. You both probably have crazy schedules all over the place, you know, plan one night, oh, we're having an at-home dinner date night. You know, if it's just crazy to get away with the kids, like. Wednesdays are our, you know, at-home dinner date night and you pick one week, I pick the other week so we can avoid the whole what do you want for dinner conversation, <laughs> yeah. right? Think of how many of those you'd save up throughout the week if you already had it planned, right? I have the best you'd hack avoid for it. That. Um, I saw it online and it's a game. It's called the 5-3-1 game. And what it is is one, one member of the couple will say, okay, what do you want to do for dinner tonight? I don't know. Okay, we're going to play the game. So the one will say, I'll give you five choices and you narrow it down to three or you can do three or two. I'll give you five, you narrow it down to three, and then from those three, I have to pick one. And oh, I love that. You just game. saved so many marriages right there. <laughs> <laughs> right? So you can do that with, if you want to make something at home, if you got a freezer full of stuff, and like, what do we want to make? Okay, I'll pick five, you pick three, you pick one. Yeah. Right, pick one. Or going out, like, I saw that online, and I will, I kid you not, my wife and I do it at least once a week. Yeah, and that's amazing. Oh my gosh, yeah. And I mean, you're planning is, together then, it's like, we're not just doing what I want to do. Yeah. Both people feel involved. You both feel happy about it. And and it's and it's neat to do something together because then you're both putting your effort and love into it. So, yeah. yeah. And you're having a minute to focus on each other. We're not yeah. on our phones. We're not, you know, make up your own little house rules for however it's going to go. But it's so easy to drift apart because you're not making that time to come together. Mm-hmm. So what a good time to do it. And then how accomplished do you both feel about the week ahead? Yeah. Like you're both re-energizing your own batteries and then you just both show up better for each other. Mm-hmm. And keep this in mind, if you do plan on having a family, you want your life set now so you raise your kids in that. They're watching you. They're not listening to you. Mm-hmm. They're watching you. And that's always been a big motivator for me is like when I don't feel like doing something or whatever, I'm like, but I, I want my, my boys to grow up and take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they're not listening. They're watching. Yeah. Trust me, they're not listening at all <laughs> <laughs> to anything you say. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, somebody, I was talking to somebody, another parent uh, the other day, and, and they, they, they made the point. They're listening to what you say when you're not talking to them. Yeah, that's perfect. They, yeah, they listen. When you're talking to them, just blank like it's the Charlie Brown wah, 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 wah. Yeah. But anytime you're talking to somebody else, they're hearing that and they're watching. So yeah. that's, yeah, but yeah, you take care of yourself as a couple before you introduce the kids because, yeah, that there, there is no greater then stress. Then the you know what hits the fan and uh, <laughs> yeah. it's just a circus from there on out. Yeah. So, yeah, you better do it while you can. Yeah. And it just becomes a habit for you, too, instead mm-hmm. of trying to fight through that before the chaos has, has even begun. So you'll find that you just get closer together when you're better as one. And that's what I, I hope people would keep in mind. Awesome. Cool. So... Emily, you've been an amazing resource. You've been awesome. And I hear you're launching a podcast soon. I am. Uh, it'll probably be launching in the next three to four weeks. Uh, mm-hmm. So you can look out for that. It's called the Love Yourself Naked Podcast. Uh, <laughs> go figure. Wait, is it the Love Yourself, comma, Naked Podcast? Yeah, yeah. I just you? sit there naked and I just talk in my basement <laughs> like a weirdo <laughs> and just talk about loving yourself all day, you know? <laughs> Interesting choice for an audio medium, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, right, <laughs> so, right. So, so it's Love Yourself Naked. Yeah, so oh. Love Yourself Naked. And, you know, that's more than just physically. We've talked about authenticity. That's mm-hmm. a big piece of it, you know, just showing up as you. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, I won't go too much into that. That'll be out in the next couple of weeks here. 
uh, on Instagram. I'm at mwilsonfood, because again, specialize in the whole food stuff. Um, and then they can go to fiercefoxcoach.com if they want any type of contact. And I got a lot of blogs and more fitnessy things over there. So kind of all over the place right now. Oh, and on Facebook too, I'm at I'm Wilson Food. Mm-hmm. I just have a page over there where I do lives and all that good stuff. So Cool. And they can check out your blog that was po- your blog entry on Lindsay's blog. Yes. Lucky Bird Photo uh, called Healthily Ever After, which seriously, copyright that now. Yeah, <laughs> it was good. Yeah. 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 That is yeah. super. Which one of you came up with that? You. Yeah. It was her. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. It just made yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Do that. Meant to be. Yeah. That's awesome. So thank you so much for coming on today. We're super happy. And uh, yeah. Thank yeah. you guys thank so much you. for having me. It was fun. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> it was an adventure. Always. <laughs> Emily has such an amazing perspective on life and what a resource. We loved talking to her, and so we hope you had a few great takeaways from this conversation. If you want to hear more from her, stay on the lookout for her upcoming podcast, The Love Yourself Naked Podcast. She plans to launch it at the end of 2018. I'm definitely going to subscribe to it, and I encourage you to as well. Thanks again for listening. There are a lot of podcasts out there, and we're so glad that you choose to spend your time with us. Next week, we'll be publishing another wedding horror story, and this one was submitted by our old co-host, Sam. She's going to share a story about a groom who took the party in Party Bus a little bit too literally between the ceremony and reception. To find out what happens, tune in next week for A Groom with a Brew. This is Atan, owner and chief officiant of Weddings for the Ages. You can find us on The Knot, Wedding Wire, Facebook, and Instagram as Weddings for the Ages. And this is Lindsay Roselle with Lucky Bird Photography. You can find me on Wedding Wire, The Knot, and you can also find me on social media using at Lucky Bird Photo. If you liked what you heard today, help us spread the love. Comment, like, rate, and review on iTunes and Google Play and share on your favorite social media platforms. We love feedback. So if you have any suggestions or if you want to ask us a question, email us at feedback at yourIDoCrew.com. Thanks for listening, and here's to love, laughter, and happily ever after. Cheers. I want to get, I want to get, I want to get married. Music credits are as follows. Song title, I Want to Get Married, by artist D. Cylinders, from the Free Music Archive. Attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 4.0 international.